Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I don't know why that music plays so loudly, but there you go. What I was actually trying to do is hide our guest. Hide our, well, we've, it's just you and me, Greg. Hi. Hi, Zeb. How are you, good, how are you doing? It's good to be with you. I'm, I'm well. People can tell me. by looking at the picture that it's all gone awry, um, but we're going to fix that in a second. I don't know what happened to Eric Garland. He was just there, so we'll wait for him to come back to us. In the meantime, uh, you know, we've spent a lot of time here on the show over the last few weeks talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. We have an update on that tonight. Um, and she just uh, filed her bail uh, stuff, I guess, which will be interesting to, to go through in a bit. Um, and we also spent a lot of time on the show talking to a very special person that we all love dearly. Her name is LB, and we've never really had a chance to see what she looks like in the flesh, so to speak. But tonight, for the first time, I believe that we have an actual video feed from LB's secret lair, where she's based in, in California. And so... That little box that now says special report in it is going to say, it's going to disappear in a second as I press all these buttons. And ta-da, there she is, everybody, for the first time ever. Hi, everyone. A narrative. That is what Lincoln's Bible really looks like. Not bad. This is me. Not bad. So, oh. uh, hi. You've had a day today, haven't you? I've had a day today. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I'm happy to be here with you guys. It's good really to be am. with you, too. Um, we're going to talk a lot about the day. We're going to talk a lot about uh, what we think is going to happen in the future. We're going to wait for Eric to rejoin us. I hope he does sometime soon. I don't know what happened to him. Um, but for the start of the show, we should do something I used to do a while ago. It is called Starting Block. So Ghislaine Maxwell's okay. bail thing happened today. She applied uh, her, her lawyers, and she has two of them, two very interesting uh, lawyers. I'll show you pictures of them in a second. Um, they responded to the bail. Uh, I, see, I need Eric for this because he's the one who really studied up on this. But there is a bail application that's going on. Next Tuesday, they'll do a uh, hearing about whether she gets bail. Many people consider her a flight risk for obvious reasons. Um, no but way. She, she would never. She would never. Well, you know. She would never. She's also on suicide Never. watch, which you know she made she made too, judging by uh, judging by past uh, colleagues of hers and what they've done. But uh, she may never. Um, she, you know what, guys? I am a little tongue tied because I've got so much going on in in the show night, and I need a little drink of water. So I'm going to do, do that. And in the meantime, I'm going to let. Um, oh, good, we can drink. Now. Yeah, you can drink. Time to drink, everybody. I don't know where my drink is. I'm waiting on my drink. <laughs> okay, there you go. Someone brings you the drink. That's fancy. I know. Someone brings me the drink. I, we were we fancy. were testing the shot earlier on, and LB was like, "Where's my vodka? Where's my vodka? Bring me my vodka." <laughs> <laughs> How is it? It just has been a long day. I'm sorry. I sound like a lush on this 
show. No, no. Oh, he's know talking you. about it, but I promise. Yeah, you know me. We yeah. know you really well. We don't think you're a lush yeah. in any way whatsoever. Thanks, guys. Oh. <laughs> so um, yeah. let me show you a little bit about what happened today. And I've got to pull these up because otherwise I won't know myself. Um, the bail hearing started, uh, is going to be on Tuesday, as I said. But here is the details of what happened in court today. So they uh, officially have said that the indictment, she was indicted on six charges, was a meritless indictment. They also say that she plans to vigorously, she vigorously denies the charges and intends to also fight them and is entitled to the presumption of innocence, which, you know, when, <laughs> it's possible, Sorry. it's possibly she true. Is. She, she is. She's entitled That's to that. System. We do yeah, have that system. system. And uh, yeah. it's a $5 million bond that her lawyers are requesting. And she remains in detention right now at the Brooklyn uh, Metropolitan Detention Center, where she will uh, be until July 14th, and then she'll have that bail hearing and we'll find out whether she gets out. Um, so that's the upshot of what happened today. Um, now, Eric's here, so he can help fill in the gaps of some of what I've just said. Hello, it's Eric. the right one. You're Hello. the right one. You are the right one. So, Eric, welcome back. It's nice to see you. Uh, we were just it's nice to be it. back. We were just talking about what happened with Ghislaine Maxwell's, uh, I guess her lawyers applied for... Uh, I don't know what they do. They apply for a, for a bail thing. It's a motion for bail so like, that she can get out of detention. And uh, the, the government has said, uh, no, we think she's a flight risk because spies are like that. They're kind of tricky. They can and be tricky. They're like, well, she, she has 20 million sitting around and we're not quite yeah, sure how many bank account. accounts she in might have. Right. Oh, sorry, right. in one account. And, and but, account, uh, can we million. just do this? This is our Friday night kind of thing. She's a spy. They're she, spies. She's a she's spy. Spying. Finally, 25 years, she's been rolling around doing all this stuff. She's a spy. Oh, Nail her down. Oh. But hey, they get to ask. They're attorneys. They get to do right. it. So. Right. so it's $5 million they've asked. Her family in the United Kingdom has said that they'll secure the bail. She's got some property over there, and she's obviously got some other property. By the way, she lives in a very, very luxurious lifestyle. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see her little hideaway, which she uh, has spent the last few uh, months hiding in uh, in New Hampshire, near Manchester on the sea. You guys want to take a quick look at at where at what it looks like to be a an escaped or a, a runaway fu uh, fugitive in uh, the United States when you have that much money? This is her yeah. lovely, 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 lovely place. Um, I spent a little time looking through the... Uh, the real estate um, listings that they have, and here Tucked is what away. it looks like. This is what it looks like. Isn't this oh, lovely? Very nice. Like camping out. Yeah. 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 You know what? I, I was thinking that um, she probably watched Breaking Bad and realized that um, Walter White went to New Hampshire when he was oh. on the run. So maybe she should go to New Hampshire. Except that um, this place is a lot nicer than where, where Walter White was staying. Yeah, where did he so, stay? Wasn't he in a camper or something? Or did he have? It's uh, like a little crappy little cabin. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It wasn't good. I mean, look, it's a lovely place. Um, her ex-boyfriend lives near there in Manchester by the sea. Uh, he has a little company that apparently tracks all these cargo uh, shipments around the world. And I don't know who he sells that data to. Um, also, <laughs> why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? It could no just be no reason a, at all. It's just a good business for the average person. You know, they might want to have that mm -hmm. kind of business. And look at this lifestyle that it affords them. Um, so they're no longer dating, apparently, but she somehow decided to live very close to him in this luxurious place for the last few months while awaiting, um, while awaiting a trial or getting captured, which now has done. Nice place, though, right? I wouldn't mind spending it. 
the uh, spending money and time there. Money and time would be nice to be have to spend over there. Um, they they said that it was so private you could not see anything from the from the road as you were driving by, and no one could spot you. So, oh, no one could spot. No you. one can, can hear you one, scream. Yes. Can I, can I do a New Englander um, rant about this real quick? Yes, go for I'll it. I'll do my accent. I never do my accent to a charm. So I'm from Vermont originally. And let's just uh, disabuse you, anyone of a few notions. If you got 165 acres in northern in northern New England, guess what? You're on the grid. Oh, is there a gate there? Guess what? Everybody in those hills has been living there 250 years. Yes, that's and right. somebody's got to bring you the cedar bark mulch for that, that landscaping, or you need a hole in the drywall. Guess what? The excavators know each other. The drywall people know each other. The landscapers know each other. So there's a lot of wealthy people that go up to try and hide and, and live a nice lifestyle. But, you know, if you have a 165-acre place, Everybody around you knows who you are. And if you're on TV, for example, like being connected to Jeffrey Epstein and you're kind of missing and you go up to, to New Hampshire or Vermont or Maine to hide, you're not hiding. Right. And that's not even the FBI or NSA with a FISA warrant. That's just the landscapers have you busted. So I just found that funny this week. She actually, uh, the, the building that we just saw is not on the satellite maps that Google provides. People were saying online this week that that was suspicious. Because when you look at the Google satellite maps, it's like a tiny little, uh, you know, black and white, black, black and white structure there, not this gorgeous house. Uh, yeah. So maybe NGA that was... has the map though. NGA. You think, National right? National Geospatial Intel has, has probably, a good... There's <laughs> probably several satellites parked on top of that particular spot for, for a while since they found out where she was going. Um, what else can we tell you about Ghislaine that, I, that it happened this week? So she'll be in, in court on the uh, next Tuesday. And Bastille Day. Bastille Day. And, and forever. And forever. And I think that Roger Stone also uh, checks in for prison on oh. that day. Incorrect. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and Mary Trump book. Oh, oh, that was the, the third thing, right. So it's a big yeah. day. Speaking of the, the French. The person who brought me this drink. Oh, so is it really? We have a lot to celebrate. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Happy birthday to the nameless one. Or not the nameless one. Was he the voiceless one? No, <laughs> not voiceless. Just silent. Just silent one. Oh, Silently watching it all. So, yeah. um let's look a little bit further because we like this kind of real estate porn and let's take a look at uh, at the lifestyle of Ghislaine Maxwell from another perspective this is her home in in New York this is the town home in New York looks quite nice don't you think uh this is the interiors obviously nice red and black and and white it's a little sexy a little a little daring um it's actually making me nauseous I have to say it, okay. it's a, this is nauseating because I love, it's, it's fine. I love it, but I'm having a reaction to this. And well, it's not just the wealth. It's just the audacity of it mm. all. Um, mm. Of I'm still, I'm still, you know, in this elite um, set and it's the seduction is still there. Right. Absolutely. It's appalling. And it doesn't feel like she's going to change that her you know change that tone as she's uh, as she's yeah. negotiating right now with all the uh, the prosecutors. Uh, you know, there's some sort of negotiation apparently underway, and I suspect that what's happening is she's still using all the leverage that she has, uh, which might include some blackmail tapes, um, to make sure that she gets off and continues this lifestyle uh, going forward. And it is an astonishing uh, lifestyle that she had. I mean, it's a seven thousand square foot place, five floors. Um, 
you know, you can see the rest of it there. But is that what's, what she's always been, Zeb? Is that what Jeffrey bought for her? Well, this is the this is a really interesting. Or uh, his brother wasn't it his brother? He bought it for he okay. bought it for her, and he bought it from someone who was okay. also really interesting because he bought it from none other than Lynn Forrester. Um, let's take a look. Oh, at that's this. right from the Rothschild. Right. So, uh, how's yeah, she doing out there? Well, she's she must be thinking she's a little bit of trouble soon. <laughs> So in 2000, I've been talking, you know, imagine how I'm sorry, Zeb, no, go ahead. Interrupt, but imagine how many of these people have been um, having to have interviews or have interviews coming for them. I do want to say, because there's a similar dynamic out here with a certain group that, you know, will recognize me now. Um, uh, if, you know, I, I, I kept trying to say to people, you know, maybe you should not have these people in your phones and maybe you should not be <laughs> talking to, you know, talking to these criminals or these, you know, these folks that I know they were in your social set, but they, there's kind of inauguration fund issues around them. Maybe not have your kids go be with their kids. It's, I do find that just the general public and even in these very elite, uh, wealthy, uh, groups of celebrity and power that that Jelaine swam in and others, you know, there's a carelessness and uh, and an ignorance that is it's stunning to me. It's just stunning to me. Like, don't get on that yacht. What are you doing? Getting on that <laughs> Bob Lagarde's yacht? What are you thinking? So I I'm curious of like the the Rothschilds of the world, right? Of uh, of this little set of, um, you know, I don't, I, I, I just can't imagine that these folks are still so stupid, but I think they are about their phones and their, and their own sort of lifestyles and who they allow into their homes. And it's just, it's, it, it, it still blows me away. It's well, there's so much money floating around with people like the Rothschilds and, you know, the Blavatniks over in your part of the world where they're funding so much. You know they're funding so much that you land yeah. up you know they you have to be in that in their social circle to get that money and that's really what it comes down to you do and they take you in if if they see that you have a proximity to money or you have money yourself because it is as we talked about it is a world of seduction so mm -hmm. even the re you know without that money Jeffrey and Jelaine would not have been able to do anything they did. They wouldn't have had access to anybody. You can't really just mm -hmm. go off your dad's name. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen people try it. <laughs> I have them in my family. I know a few people have like, done quite well doing that. But I mean, at the end of the day. You can do it only so far, but you can't get, you can't get President Clinton on your jet. You, I mean, you just, it's just not going to happen. You have to have the jet. You have to have the island. You mm. have to have, you have to have a, uh, uh, a image that you're selling that this is the inner sanctum of money and power. And so you need to be my friend, everybody, if you're Jeffrey Epstein or Jelaine, you need to, you need to be with us because we'll show you what to do with your money. We'll show you how you can have what we have. We'll, you know, you'll, next thing you know, you'll be having, you know, you'll, you'll be hanging out in the weekend with a prince. <sighs> you need all That's that. What this is. You know, so you I'm going to have, you have to have that money. That's why the money's so important. Eric, I think That's you're going to jump in so there. Important. Yeah, what, I was, was just was thinking. Was anything in her stuff today that was about the money, Eric? Did anything come out in other than she's a flight risk and this one bank account? Was there anything else in there? 
I mean, that that was all that really came up was that she would, I mean, well, all they're trying to prove at court is that you have significant financial resources, possibly hard to measure, and that uh, you might have eight passports and nine names, and uh, that makes you flight risk because you're a spy. But as far as the social stuff uh, in, in all these different places and why you might need, um, why you might need, um, you know, a lot of money for this, uh, the people you know, thoughtlessly putting various folks in their, in their phones uh, and having them in their homes. I think there's a lot of innocence if you are not aware of how the espionage world works, which most people are not. Um, right. you, and everybody, even people who would otherwise have a big ego about, well, I'm very important, but they would go, well, I'm not so important that a nation state would take interest in me. And they don't understand how what's called spot and assess works where, you know, human intelligence agents will be scanning colleges for these people's kids and starting files on them when they're 19, looking at the pro their proclivities, their their habits, their, their sexual preferences, how much they drink, and getting that all down, especially if they already have a famous, you know, parent or if they have a lot of skill that uh, they're, you know, they're a genius at something, that a file might start with uh, about you as an individual um, from a nation state intelligence service when you're 19 or 20 and you're not important yet. That's the whole point. These guys are thinking decades out and they can do a thousand people. And as long as they get four that they got something good on that end up as comptroller of uh, some big corporation or senator. Well, yeah, they, exactly. That's, you that's get, worth the, the effort. We are not really a meritocracy. And so, you know, these kids, <laughs> you know, we're all what let, let's just be very in the vain side of thing and the really catty side of thing uh you know you can see a five foot six you know kind of attractive kid of a celebrity is all of a sudden a supermodel walking down a runway and it's mm. like what what is this an influencer social media influencer so you <laughs> know uh that comes with the territory of of having uh parents who are famous who have access to something and they all want their kids to have some kind of success somewhere. We'll even lie on the SATs and get invited. Yes, you know, we're special. So yeah, they might think that they're 19, 20, even 25, you know, depending on how powerful the parent is that that kid is just um, they target themselves. Not a target, but they, but they, but they very well may be. It's interesting because okay. and, uh, and the parents are absolutely targets, and they'll so they're having these folks over. Oh, this is this nice person from what country are you from again? But they've got right. lots of money, and they're like, "Well, we're targets. Of course, you're targets. You're influential. You have a lot of money." Well, especially if you have a famous last name, mm -hmm. right? If you have a famous last name. And speaking of famous a... last names, I can actually say that actually it's the Rothschilds' child who's part of Ghislaine's Ocean Charity. He ran a big portion of there Ghislaine's is. Ocean's Charity. So, you know, the, the Rothschild is actually quite close to the Maxwell's and also yes. to Epstein. Um, and I'll just quickly go through the sales prices here because it is revealing to me that um, Lynn Forrester, before she was married, bought the mansion uh, for $4.75 million. Five years later, she sells it to Ghislaine through one of Jeffrey Epstein's uh, private LLCs. Um, and she only makes $200,000 off it instead of the $8 million she could have made if she actually sold it at market price, um, which to me is a you know, telling that this is not your typical real estate transaction between two people. This is uh, some sort of favor being done for somebody else. 2005 is the height of the market too. Yeah. That's so when the market was like peaking in New York City. Point. 
She left $13 million on the table, which even for a Rothschild must be a significant enough amount of money not to want to do, unless you've got a good reason to do it. Uh, And then now it got sold in 2015 to Frederick and Kim Rudd, who are developers in uh, real estate in New York. So $10 million there of profit went to Ghislaine. But something else happened in those years between 2007 and 2011, which we talked about last time, which is there's this $20 million that were transferred in and out of Ghislaine's accounts and Jeffrey Epstein's accounts. They went from Jeffrey to Ghislaine and then went back to Jeffrey. $20 million worth of who knows what money um, disappeared in and out of, of those accounts for four years between 2007 and 2011, which is, by the way, the years where we sort of, we're not quite sure where his banking was. It was before Deutsche Bank, and, and after Chase, so we're not quite sure where he landed up uh, banking for those few years. But lots of interesting uh, in, insight there about, uh, about the townhouse. And I'll give you one last bit about um, her, Lynn Forrester de Rothschild herself. So she actually runs the family fund. It's called the E.L. Rothschild Fund. It's worth tons and tons and tons of money. Uh, she wed uh, Sir Evelyn de Rothschild, who's knighted, as you can tell by the sir, so close to the queen. Um, and he's also, uh, she also was a regular on the Lolita Express. She has lovely large couches, as you can tell. Look at that couch. And uh, and she also, nice you know, yeah, it's a very nice couch. And Epstein worked uh, with uh, them a little bit. He was apparently was their financial advisor for a while. And uh, at one point, she and Ghislaine also threatened one of the victims of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, Maria Farmer. So, lovely lady, I'm sure. And I think she also knows Dershowitz was as uh, really well as well. She does, yeah, yeah, she does. That she introduced Dershowitz to Epstein, actually. Yeah, okay. At a little party up at, uh, I think I don't know where they have their parties. I had a little mint in my drink. Oh, <laughs> there's a little fresh mint in my drink. So it sounds but. lovely. It sounds lovely. It sounds like something that uh, Lynn Rothschild might have. So. I'll, I'll throw it over to Greg. Uh, you can talk about anything you want regarding that, or you can talk about Deutsche Bank, which is sort of another nice thing to talk about. Well, we can pivot too, but one, I just want to close the circle a little mm. bit uh, on the Jelaine topic, mm. which is that the people that interact with her have to rely on, in some way on what the government did and did not do. And the fact that Epstein got that you know, super light sentence, a slap on the wrist, and Jelaine was not charged for years and years and years if you're not somebody that's going to dig deep and do due diligence, you have to look at that and say, well, the government didn't charge them. So everybody else is here. It's probably fine. You know, well, unless you really charged. know, like Eric said, he was hmm? charged. She was charged. I'm talking for... about, I'm talking about her. Yeah. Her particular, she you wasn't. Know, obviously they have issues, but I yeah. could see very easily how they could be explained away. I, my, my point is not to, to defend them. It's to blame the government for fucking mm-hmm. this up. Okay. That they should have charged both of them okay. and everybody that was involved at the time. All right, but let's also what, in, say in the nineties, in the nineties, in in oh eight when he or oh seven when he was, you know, I think that's that he was sick. But let's say this: so we're just beginning. We're, we're pretty deep in actually, but there's we know that there's more to come with unpacking yeah. the money, where the money originally came from, what were the scams around it, all of that, and it's very clear who Epstein was connecting himself with and to when it came to um, and where he came from with Jelaine's dad. And it's very clear um, who Jelaine's dad was in business with, right? He, he had companies with gangsters. 
And, you know, and he was working for nation states and it was all right. Arms but trafficking. but so if you're, on, if you're great, some, so, okay. so you have that. Info. I want to, I want to stand up for our justice system a little bit. Is this this big failure of justice um, that they didn't get just thrown in jail for 8,000 years on day one? Um, yes, I, I, that argument can be made, but we have no idea what these two individuals have, what kind of cards they have to play, right? To sort of say, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, you know, I know who sold arms over here. This, this, there's a terror thing happening over here, but we don't, this is how dirty they are. They're in there in the underworld in the most insidious, dirty, disgusting ways. And they always have been, they came flying out of that thing, right? Mm. They were born into it, both of them. Mm, so we, I, I, we're not saying that, not, <laughs> we can't say that. <laughs> can't say that. But there is afterbirth on, on these people. They, yeah. They're dripping with it, right? Yeah. So, for, so, you know, we don't know what they said and, and what we have, where we have a responsibility is, it is only very recently that girls are valued we have not been valued, not in this country. They don't give a shit about us. They never have. We are the throwaway victims and we always have been. And these guys know that, right? Of Okay, well, it's your word, little girl against this very powerful man. No one's gonna believe you, right? And so, you know, that's our cultural problem and we're addressing that and we're trying to do something about that now, finally, and hopefully this helps. Um, but, you know, don't don't underestimate what these two people came into the world connected to and what kind of cards they had to play to get out. And still, even though it was the worst jail sentence ever and it's this non-prosecuted you know, agreement and all that, it was all this horrible, you know, he's getting such a light touch. They still put it, he still was convicted. So, and, and then he got hauled in again. Um, that's how bad, that's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Because I'm telling you, this guy uh, and Jelaine have access to information that they could use to trade to get out of anything. So yes, absolutely. We, I mean, that's what yeah. they were doing. They were that's engaged we'll in getting information to get them out of yeah. every, every, everything. I what is it about? Work anymore. No one cares anymore. But we're no talking about the elites of the elite. We're not just talking about rich people. We're talking about, you know, Prince Andrew, yeah. the Rothschilds. I mean, it doesn't get any higher than Bill than Clinton. that on the scale. Yeah. Bill Clinton, I wouldn't put Bill Donald Richard Trump there, but he is, you know, including Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. These are there. a lot of He's people. In there. He's that's right. What are these people doing associating with a human trafficking ring? What is it? What is going on? Why are they part of a human trafficking ring? Who's taking that? Uh, 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 I don't know the answer. Um, yeah, go for it. This, this is, <laughs> I mean, this that? is, I mean, this is the ugly part of a lot of stories. Is that their human trafficking is a very profitable enterprise, and it's used in a functional way for cheap labor. In other words, slavery was never really quite abolished. And mm -hmm. then you have some very much darker um, sexual based stuff that's uh that's out there too and you know in the intelligence world that's kind of a been a known thing for decades it's not pretty and it's not one of those things i, I think it's it's known that it's used in in compromise so it's not an open secret for everybody um and it's the center to a lot of keeping power a certain way because these things as we can see uh, as lb just pointed out you know 
you got somebody that's powerful and has all these cards like Jeffrey Epstein, and he still gets pinched. He can't not go down because what he's done is horrible. Now, the true scope of this is yet to be uh, explored, but I think human trafficking overall, when you find out how many fortunes are underpinned by that, how many people are engaged in these kind of crimes, I think it's going to be one of the greatest tragedies we've ever unveiled, and I don't look forward to it, and yet it it's a story that has to come out. So his his human trafficking was more about these Russian models, right? And more about, you know, it was that kind oh, of human knows. trafficking. And he had Polish workers. These but people it was are that exploiters. Kind of they exploit. They exploit human beings. They use human beings for profit. Full mm. stop. Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. And check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe and download.